Here are five things I learned watching part two of the three-part Transformers finale, The Rebirth. 1. Brainstorm was right. Robots with human partners in them actually do function better. I still think it's a stupid idea, but eventually both the Autobots and Decepticons develop Headmasters, where the Nebulon turns into the head of a robot, and Target Masters, where the Nebulon turns into the robot's weapon. Apparently it makes a difference. Doesn't make the idea any less stupid, though. Oh, and Daniel gets to be the head of RC, which won't get him teased by other boys at all. At all! 2. Optimus Prime can still talk to Alpha Trion. Which, hey, shoving the Matrix into Vector Sigma to do it is a bit contrived, but you know, this is the finale. David Wise had a big hand in crafting a lot of this backstory stuff, and it's nice to see him find a way to bring in one of his coolest characters one more time. Prime communes with his dead father figure to find out what's going on and where he needs to go. And that place is Nebulon. Or Nebulos. They sort of use the names interchangeably. Or maybe I'm just remembering the comic version. Alpha Trion. That makes no sense. Not really, no. 3. Chris Lada's not dead. Well, I mean, he is now. Which is too bad. But had we gotten a full season 4, the voice of Starscream and Cobra Commander would have had somebody new to play. Too bad. I am Krunk! You two better not get out of line with us, or we'll get mad! Also, Krunk means something to you kids in your rappy pants, doesn't it? I... yeah, I have no idea. Sure, that name is probably hilarious to some of you, though, so enjoy that. 4. Animal Transformers are still stupid. Seriously, did Decepticons need a gorilla, a bat, and a... dragon? 5. There is an exception to number 4. And that exception is a giant city that turns into a scorpion. Because Scorponok is pretty goddamn rad, you guys. So concludes the penultimate episode of Transformers Generation 1. Join me next time for the finale.